It's an idea as old as society itself, exchanging money for goods and services, like podcasts. So if you want some of that, go to patreon.com slash bmfcast. This week on the BEMFCast, do not be fooled. Death and time are lies. We will always be together. One star, we're in. All right, welcome to the BEMFCast. Hey, BEMFCast. BEMFCast. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Episode 561. That's nice. <laughs> yeah. It is. It really <laughs> so is. So nice. Uh, I'm Harlow. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And what we do each and every episode of this here BAMFCast, we go and we watch ourselves a quote-unquote bad movie, and we come in here and talk about it. Then good bad movies, enjoyable bad movies, they get a they get a rating of one to five jocks and robot jocks. Robot jocks. That is correct. Yeah. However, there are bad bad movies, as in stay away. Yes. They get a negative sliding uh-huh. scale, one to five bags, All as right. in giant bags of trash. Yeah, I get that. That yeah. makes sense. Yeah. yeah. I like that. It's a good, good system. Yeah. It's logical. See, negative Glad sliding, just, just you know, like one... It's like golf. You know, like five bags is really bad. You understand? Right. Like one, eh, not so bad. Right. So they're yeah, like, negative right. sliding. So That's they're bogeys is what you're saying. Um, bags are bogeys. Sure. Like like bad guys when you're flying a plane or... Yes. or Humphreys. Humphreys. <laughs> <laughs> None of those. Okay. No. None of those. Right. Sports talk, everybody. Oh. oh, like a birdie and an eagle. I got you. That kind of bogey. Yeah. That's a golf thing. Right. The more numbers, the more. I did mention golf, and then pretended like I didn't know what golf was, didn't I? You that, did. That, yeah, that, that bit doesn't work. Yes. <laughs> I was like, you introduced. Yeah, this. the I'm only sorry. reason I'm saying bogey, you yes. son of a bitch. I, I, I apologize. Okay. Anyway, uh, the higher number, the higher intensity, good or true. bad. Yes, yes. All that being uh, overly explained, our movie this week <laughs> is 1985's uh, Alien Warrior. It is. Yeah, it sure is. And nobody's a, ever seen Alien Warrior. It's a thing. It's a it's a Vestron video special, you know, from back in the day. I mean, you know, uh, if if you lived in the eighties, you've seen this logo, and it usually preceded some bullshit <laughs> shot on film. Correct. <laughs> I'm just saying, like it was like some cheap ass, like you know, it's not the highest quality right, stuff, right, especially yeah. in 1985. Right. So I mean, I'm not trying to be mean. It's right up our, our in our wheelhouse and up our alley or. Up our wheelhouse or something. We watch bad movies. Yeah, yeah we do. Um, a good bad movies. Yeah, what we do each and every week is right. Oh, robot jocks. Yeah. Bad movies as in stay away. Right. No, no, it's no, like no. golf. <laughs> do you understand? Yeah, they get also, bogeys. Bogeys. Yeah. It's like, it's like yeah. a rabbit, but then later a golf, um, and now it's car stuff. Yes. Yeah. Um, anywho, uh, yes, this is a low budget movie about like, <laughs> really alien. I couldn't tell. Alien comes to to Earth and writes wrongs. Fights great evil. Fights great evil. He's coming to destroy the great evil. Great coming evil. to specifically like one neighborhood of Los Angeles. Yes. Um, and before we get too deep into it, uh, as we started the actual movie with uh-huh. a bit of a caveat, right? Um, we should probably not really start the podcast, but you know, five minutes in, explain. Sure. Um, that the, normally we 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 look for certain keywords. Yes. On the, All on, movies are screened for a particular keyword. Uh, which is something we don't like to watch yes. in our movies. It, it, it needs to be said. It's rape. I mean, we we, right. do, we do not like to see forced rape. I mean, it should not. I mean, a it's not comfortable to watch for anybody. I it's don't just think. not fun sitting with your buddies watching that happen. And also, I mean, it's a it's a lazy uh, plot device of seventies and eighties movies uh, yeah. where women were just foils. And it's, you know, it, it's just unpleasant, and yeah. oftentimes is in movies for no good reason except to 
be exploitative. Right. And so yes. the movies are screened to make sure that keyword doesn't exist. However, as we've come to find out of late, the IMDb will flat out lie to you because it is a user-generated content website. And so anybody can put whatever the fuck they want on there. So when we get a movie that has that keyword, I put it on a list. And then when I have free time, I will check out the movies on the list and see if it's true or not. It was mostly true for this one. Uh, <laughs> Although, to be fair to this movie, it's... It's menace. Leading, I mean, like the, the actual right. act never occurs, Correct. I don't think, at any no, point. No, it does yeah. not. And it is all attempted. And it is always uh, thwarted by the, the, the our hero <laughs> buddy. Or, or somebody. Buddy. Our hero buddy. The buddy. bearded buddy. So This is a buddy's movie. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Space Wolfman Jack, basically. <laughs> I mean, he's... He's a he's a beardy, but like he's uh, also got a little Robert Zadar, like r- young Robert Zadar to him. He does like before his face really got expansive. Yeah. Like th- I, the beard adds to this man's face a bit. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, I but, feel I feel like when I grow my beard out, it doesn't grow down; it just grows no, out. I and mean, so I get very yeah. Th- <laughs> this guy, this guy is You're almost like cheeky, growing a white man's blackula beard. Because I mean, I'm mean, just saying, like his whole face is like practically white hair. man's blackula. I'm just saying, like it's. <laughs> I didn't want to just say he's growing we are a black the white man's black we, I would like to think of ourselves as the white man's black <laughs> But I mean, like, it is his whole face. It's like his beard is kind of his entire face. Like, his eyebrows are almost a They're part way of up the cheek. Yeah. His hair's way up the cheekbones. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I'm just saying, it is a very... Wolfman Jack is a bit of a data reference, but maybe maybe brought back by the weird it's, Al Yes, it's, it's back in the, the modern vernacular. <laughs> Jesus. People, are now, re- people are now researching <laughs> Wolfman Jack. <laughs> it's like, what is, who is Jack Black playing What here? is this? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah. So, you know, I when I when I when the movie was over, when I'd finished screening and I was like, yeah, that keyword's accurate, but holy shit. The guys need to see this. Yeah. Get in here. <laughs> uh, yeah, I I mean, before we go, I mean, if we if we could even go plot by plot cuz it's really just a it's a series of uh unexplainable events. Yeah, it's just, <laughs> yeah. Well, I was going to say it's a series of like justice vignettes. <laughs> Because it's just much, like, yeah. here's some crime happening, and then our hero will have kind of a sense and generally stop it. Um, sure. So, I mean, it's, yeah. Um, but to set it up, I mean, uh, it's it's a little bit... It, it, it's got like kind of like that Xanadu, Apple, uh, Star Crash vibe where space is... Uh, cool. Well, space is cool, but <laughs> also awesome. sort of like m- mystical. Yeah. Like it's like, yeah. 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 Magical. Yeah, magical. Like it's like, you know, like beyond... Hippie, hippie crystal yeah. bullshit. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like, you know, you you're just need some purple robes and black Nikes and, you know, you've pretty much got their version of space here. Yeah, because so. I mean, like the story is set up like, so this dude's dad who's a space wizard is like your brother died and didn't complete his mission. You gotta, you gotta go do it. And he's like, okay, I actually feel like it was his idea. He was like, son, you're going to be a leader. And he's like, in order to be a leader, I must go face great evil. And and the dad's like, yeah, sure. I guess. I mean, mean, it was not really, it'll get you out of my hair for a little bit and puns intended. Uh, I also appreciate this dad just stays there the whole time waiting for his son to come home. But he's got to yeah. let him do it himself. He he gives him like a slideshow. He's like, "Here's Earth. Here's where your brother went. It's a weird place. Good full, luck, I guess. Full of evil, or potential gonna, evil, I guess. We're gonna do a laser light show on your chest and uh, send you to Earth. Now yeah, he gets kind of like a Mobius loop, uh, you know, infinity symbol, yeah. sort of floating in his chest and his head and his face. Yeah, and then he rockets to Earth and crashes in a parking lot and explodes. Yep, right next to homeless dude. 
who's got a little fire going in an eight o'clock coffee can. Mm-hmm. Fun fact: same actor as his dad. <laughs> I noticed that on the yeah. on the credits, yeah. which were very hard to read. Hot trivia for you. Interesting. But yeah, uh, he's like. Uh, I mean, it's very Terminator esque because he, oh, yeah, he rides on a fireball. He's butt ass naked, and there's a homeless guy, and he walks up to him, and you might as well say, "I need your boots, your clothes, and your dog, yeah. <laughs> and your coffee fire." But he basically just says, "Hello, friend." Yeah, and he's like, uh, "The homeless." Yeah. Anyway, guy's like, later, and he's like, "Dude, you're gonna freeze your gym jam nubs off." Num nubs. <laughs> I don't know. It was yeah. yub nubs. Uh, yeah. Something that is not said by any adult human anywhere on the planet, but he said num num nums or something, and yeah. he's like, "All oh, right." So the hobo gives him jeans and a jacket. And he's like, cool, um, time to walk the earth. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, I mean, at first it's just he's just kind of wandering around very alien Terminator like, like, where is the evil? And everyone's like, the fuck is wrong with you? And then we're immediately introduced to Mr. One mm-hmm. who rolls up in his car. BJ, please explain the car for our folks at home. It's an Excalibur. This is a 1980 <laughs> uh-huh. Excalibur Series 4 Phaeton. Okay. And it is a car that was built, um, I believe it was by Studebaker, but the coach building was done by some guy named Stevens, and they made like 3,500 of them to look like a 34 uh, Mercedes SSX. <laughs> Phyllis Diller owns four of these cars. Yeah. To, it's Harlow's favorite car. It's which it's means Harlow pimp. and Phyllis Diller are the same. I mean, I, <laughs> I previously my only crossover with Phyllis Diller was an occasional episode of Hollywood Squares and A Bug's Life, but apparently also I you know we had we share a love yeah, of cars, fantastic too. face taste in cars. Yeah, yeah, it's um, cool as shit. Yeah, it's I, purple. It's purple. It's I mean, it looks kind of like a Rolls Royce Phantom. I mean, or you know, it looks like a 1934 Mercedes. Well, SSX. I'm just saying <laughs> for something a little more like you know. Like that will people will be like yeah it looks right. like it looks like a Rolls Royce yeah yeah so just saying it, it's pretty badass yeah. and it's a very good pimp car yeah so Mister One rolls up into frame there's a drug deal going on that he is sort of supervising his his crew is doing a drug deal in a van called Mister uh, Snow Snow or Business Snow Business yes. yeah because there's no business like Snow Business right there they're literally dealing cocaine in this van it is the most obvious thing. <laughs> It's, I mean, it's it doesn't say clever. we're selling cocaine I and know. here's our number. I know. I mean, it's it not... does say we're selling cocaine <laughs> and here's our number, but at yes. least it doesn't literally say <laughs> yeah. we're selling cocaine. Yeah. I mean, right. it, it veils the fact like a bride's veil veils her face, isn't it? Which is to say, not very well. Sure. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, uh, Buddy, as he's soon to be known, just basically walks out and is watching this, and Mister One rolls by. And he's like, are you great evil? And he's like, yeah, you bet. And then... Yeah, yeah he just like flashes the gun like, yeah. yep, I'm the greatest. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And anyway, so uh, smell you later. we've been introduced to our main bad guy. And uh, don't worry, he is the worst. This guy fucking sucks. He's cool. He's pretty bad. I mean... <laughs> well, he's he's good in one way, uh, sort of. I don't know. I, he's got a cool car. He's got a cool car. Uh-huh. Sure. I also like he, he was. He has a cool grotto. He was fucking with the police, and I respect. Well, that. that's true. Yeah. Yes, he was. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah oh yeah, the third way. He's got yeah, a he, fucking. Yeah, he does have a yeah. Playboy grotto, like you know, with secret like rooms and secret stuff. Secret entrance. Yeah. yeah. Fucking devil Titties. oil painting on the side of the building. It's yeah. In. <laughs> yeah. Kind of a bit obvious, but uh, that's the best grotto I've ever seen. Yeah. Anyway. So uh, you know, uh, Buddy almost gets he he walks in front of a karate uh, dojo. And uh, is watching a guy inside do karate stuff. 
And he just is like, he just absorbs it. He's just like, I know karate now. And he starts doing it like this tall businessman walks by. And he almost kicks him in the head. And then he's like, no, friend, I'm sorry. And then walks in front of a truck. And truck says, or the guy in the truck says, like, look out, buddy. And he's like, buddy. And then mm-hmm. that becomes his name. <laughs> he's yep. just buddy now. There was a cop there. And I thought for a minute he was just going to be like, I'm just karateing in the rain. Don't mind me. But, you know, like, it's, cop, it, the cop, cop doesn't really care. Yeah. Nope. He's just like, man, another fucking widow. Yeah. I hate this beat. So then we see a lady. She's walking the streets, uh, not professionally. She just exits. <laughs> she just exits a bu- exits a building, which later we come to find out is where she works. But she just e- exits a building in the worst part of town and is just walking by herself. And as we know in '80s movies, where there are troublemakers around, she's going to get menaced, and that's what happens for the next ten minutes. Yeah, I mean, it's like there is there are several points where it's like they probably should have given up and moved on to someone else. Like, they were very dedicated in their menacing. Very determined. Like, there's a lot of people in Los Angeles, yeah. and I'm not making light of the crime that... But it's just, like, how this group of people were like, her, it has to be her, no matter what. Because right. they come back later. Like, they get thwarted, oh, yeah. and she's, like, gone. And then they track her down later, and they're like, hey, lady. Well, but, I mean, you know. this, this foot chase lasts so long that she eludes and, or, you know, kicks or eludes everyone but one guy, runs up a, I mean, does the worst thing and, like, runs in one of those, like, you know, under the street tunnels, which is like, well, gee, if you've ever seen a movie, that's the worst place you probably want to go. Mm-hmm. But uh, ends up, like, you know, running up a flight of, like, subway stairs to, what you know, only one guy's pursuing her managed to kick that guy in the balls and like doesn't she just stands there like just stands there and you know i mean i think she does eventually get away from that time but they come back i mean it's just she does there are several times where it's like guys oh yeah. no she gets away and they get back on the car and come after her again yes, yes. that's yeah. what it was they're relentless yeah, they're yeah. Ser- seriously relentless so eventually they do catch up to her all of them catch up to her and start doing awful things uh buddy sees like a top-down view of this happening he has his powers it's are like Beastmaster powers, like you're seeing it from like sure, like a, a hawk is flying yeah. over. But we never <laughs> right. his powers are never explained. No. But this is the first thing that we know he can do, which is see sex crimes happening. <laughs> you know what? Actually, he also was a wasn't he above? I, I don't know. Maybe they he just wasn't. That's just the I, perspective I just, of the Flash. Okay. that he was seeing. I just Carry thought on. of a way that like this could have actually been. So the the, the <laughs> thing about this movie is like there are little things that are like hinting at like really good sci fi writing. I mean, oh, look, all right. I mean, no, I mean, like very little <laughs> things like with a little bit more fleshed outness. They could have done I, yes. something very interesting. I don't disagree with you. And the thing is, is like what they could have done here is um, they could have introduced the kid that they bring in later. There's just a random homeless kid who becomes one of his pals. Yep. This kid should have been up on top of the roof seeing what was happening, but right. being eight years old and not able to do anything about it. Yes. And it could have explained that he is able to. Work off of people See that are through also, the eyes of the innocent of the good. Yeah. Yes, yes. I mean, like, yeah. I and mean, that's I, how he knows. I just how think he like that, that would have been people. some very simple, like, sci-fi writing that would have yeah, been interesting. Would have been good. It was probably but in the writer's happen. head. They just forgot to, like, you know, tell sure. us. Anyway. So anyway, he shows up, and he like, I remember karate. I just learned it from watching, and like, one guy comes comes at him with a knife, and because he's an alien, he doesn't know what that is, and he gets cut, and he's like, hey, what the. And then he knows not to get hit with the knife. Yeah, he has a little flash to his karate skills. And... Yes. He's like, oh, right. Sweep the leg. So he does that. Uh, he takes out a couple other guys. One guy is running away from him. He just picks up a pipe and fucking chucks it at that dude's head. And it makes just the most satisfying. Whoosh, 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 bang. Yeah. yeah. It's basically like if you were to look up fully for boomerang. Yeah. yeah it's that, yeah. It's that like, noise. In <laughs> so good. Yeah. Uh, and so satisfying. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Dudes just keep coming at him. And he's just like, no, I, I know things. And then when he's done, 
he has um, a vision of himself doing all the things that he just did to them, but doing those things to himself. Mm-hmm. He's injuring himself. Right. And come to find out, if he uses force, it weakens him. Right. His powers here on Earth. Yeah. Another so, thing that could have been very interesting is that, like, their society, it's like, you know, it was bred in that, like, to do harm to others inflicts the same harm to you. That is that is some philosophically brilliant sci-fi shit. Kind right of. Yeah. Hinted at later when he starts explaining their planet, but right. again, not fleshed out yeah. to where you would totally understand it if you're not, you know, it depends on why you're here. But anyway. Sure. So he's like, I've successfully chased all these people away. He goes over to the lady. The lady slaps him like, you also get away from me. And he's like, but I'm a friend. And she's like, oh, all right, then let's let's walk away from this. <laughs> and then she hails a cab. And he's like, do you know where I can find Great Evil? And she's like, uh, I got to go. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Bye. You're you're touched in a way. And I can't. I appreciate what you did, but I really need to go. Yeah. So. I mean, he hasn't had the Johnny Five. Starman Lilu moment where it's like you know he's like absorbed our culture and stopped being so weird yeah, at this no. point. You know? He's 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 early Starman <laughs> yeah, yeah, and right yeah. now he's just like eh. right. So okay. At this point we have seen Mr. One in a nightclub saying things like, you know, all these suckers are moving in on my business and that I'm not gonna stand for that. He sees a lady dancing, ladies looking at him. He goes over to her and starts dancing with her, pushes the guy away that she's dancing with, and then cut to hotel room, and they are in bed together. Well, he gives her cocaine, takes her top off, and then they're in bed together. So cut back, and he's like, listen, I need you to do me a favor, because someone has driven up and flashed their lights, and you're thinking, Mr. One's got to get to work. He's going to ask you to leave. No, this is worse. Um, He says, someone's going to come in and look at you. Without your clothes on. And she's like, mm, no, I'm not a whore. And he's like, I don't think you understand. Well, he says this vice cop. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, that leads to some unpleasantness back and forth. And then she doesn't agree to do it. She just has to. So this disgusting guy comes in and is just kind of like being gross and like, put these on. I'm going to take hot Polaroids of you, which she starts doing sort of happily. She's also had drugs shoved down her mouth. Uh, Mr. One was like, uh, you will do this. Eat these drugs. So uh, He doesn't give her a choice uh, no. eating the drugs either. No. that the, yeah. Mr. One has gone to a secret hiding room behind all this so he can record all of this. And what he is doing throughout the movie is blackmailing local officials. Now, it never really comes up in a way that works out for him, except at one point the cops that he has uh, recruited do show up to take care of something yeah, but it's, it's it's a it's a lot of time spent for like something that is like literally like half a second of uh tension between right. our main and the bad guy it, and also he just walks out of jail at some point yes with yeah. no repercussions right so. so it it does two things basically one it allows the movie to have more nudity two buddy's powers seem to be tied to sex crimes in some way like he doesn't just see <laughs> a robbery or a purse snatching going on. It's always something weirdly sexual that's happening. And he either sees it as it's happening or he comes in contact with the person who did it and then realizes, Oh, you have done sex crimes. So you've been involved with sex crimes. Right. Yeah. So 
eventually the the vice cop is like, all right, I'm just going to get rapey now because you laughed at me. And she's like, no, you're not. And beats him with a lamp. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not in the way that you would think either, like with, but with the base of the lamp, like in a way that you would actually hit someone with a lamp, not not in the movie way where you just... Yeah, like where you crash the, the lampshade on yeah. somebody and it makes a large cling. No, she's using this as a club. She uses <laughs> yeah. the other end. Yeah. She also kicks him in the ball. <laughs> yes. Good job. She runs out. And then, again, this is not well explained either and is very confusing, but the other pimp from the club is the one who is waiting for her. I think she was always under his employ. I don't no, think no, he, she was just dancing with like random ass Wall Street dude because yeah. oh. pimp had her out there okay. doing that All right. because oh, yeah, she fair, just gets fair. snatched by that guy. And then the next time you see her, he's just doing cocaine. And she's like, no, thanks. You know, it's not. It's not like suddenly she has now been kidnapped by another pimp. It is just she has gone back okay, to her she's original. Okay, she's been de-kidnapped. <laughs> yes. I, I well, thought, yeah. <laughs> she's been repatriated. Yeah, I mean, sure. I thought initially it sure. was just some random unrelated hooligan. Yeah, it did seem to be just like, that you had know, snatched yeah. her. It's not, it's not well. It's another no. one of those things where you, you have to do the extra work to get there. I'm only saying it because I've seen this movie twice. So okay. I'm like, oh, all right. You're the That's expert. The, who that guy is. Okay. Mm. So, okay. Um, so anyway, Mr. One is pissed and he just gets in his car and Buddy has just happened upon a random hooker who is like, hey, you want sex? And he's like, do you want to die? <laughs> and she's like, what? You're weird. Go suck your carrot. He yeah. says, why do you want to die? <laughs> yes. Yeah. And so he just starts like manhandling her for no reason. Like this is the first time you're like, Buddy's a weirdo. What's wrong with him? Uh, they start going up this stairway. Yes, this was the moment where I thought Buddy was a weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So they they go up this stairway that's adjacent to where she was working. Mister Big has seen, or Mister Big, Mister yes. One has seen them. He died on the Peloton. And, <laughs> yes. Yeah. He goes over. And he's Buddy's still asking her, why do you want to die? And and Mr. One goes, no, you want to die and shoots him, shoots Buddy. Mm-hmm. Buddy's dead until he goes to the hospital and they wrap a bandage around his gunshot wound. And the nurse says, you'll be fine in a couple of weeks. Hours. It was hours. He was going to oh, be yeah. fine in a couple of hours. Yes, but the nurse was like being, you know really just careful about it. It's like, oh, a couple weeks. Maybe take it mm. easy. Maybe he's got alien healing factor. And no, I think she said hours. That's what I'm saying. I'm pretty sure she said hours. No, she, even... she said Okay, hours. all right. But anyway, it's it's still just like a, a tiny little bandage with actual like no padding and he's just, you know. No blood. Yeah. He's fine. Almost like you it's would wrap those... a broken rib, not how you would yeah, it's treat like, a gunshot. It's like when somebody gets their abdomen hurt uh, in wrestling. Yes. Or they, they break ribs, ribs in wrestling. Yeah. yeah. They're just taped around the taped around the tummy but he will never see these bandages will never make an appearance again no he's fine so as he's walking out a cop is walking him out he passes by a room that a little girl is in and he goes into the room and is just like i got this <laughs> she's, this girl's in a coma she's, by a, she's, yeah. she's supposed to be like brain dead mm-hmm. so he comes in grabs her hand says touch my beard <laughs> Now he is not kidding. He says that it's he a, has said nothing to these people. There's there's the parents, a priest. The, the room is full of people. There's a doctor in there. Not yet. The doctor is hiding somewhere. Oh, the, okay, he's yeah. not aware of any of this. The, the doctor who also has a beard and yeah, just right. just because it's weird, you know, just <laughs> it's a weird like combination of like you know this guy walks in and the first thing to like a you know yeah eight year old in a coma is like yes. touch my beard. Yes. <laughs> this guy walks in all angry like what's going on here? She's never touched my beard. <laughs> I'm the only one allowed to have a beard in this room 
Yeah. So he tells her to move her fingers, says, touch my beard. Everyone's like, yeah, let's go with this. Let's see what happens. And then she starts to wake up. And the doctor's like, well, this, this, this is just bit, reflexes. This can't more than that. Like, he's like, if you could, if you can understand me by touching my beard. I, actually, I don't think touch my beard was the first thing he said. He was like, if you could understand me, you know, wiggle your fingers. And he's like, touch my beard. Then she wiggles her fingers. Touch your pillow. Wiggle your fingers. And then she starts to wake then up. Then she wakes feel up. Feel your pillow. Yeah, not just okay. touch your yeah, pillow. No, feel your, your pillow <laughs> underneath your fingers. Yeah, yeah. But then she wakes up in an early right. Oh, my gosh. The doctor's like, you son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> How dare you? But he has saved this child. Mm-hmm. This never comes up again. <laughs> no. She doesn't even become just part of the... demonstrating the power of the... Of the buddy. So, yeah. like, yeah, somewhere at, I, I should say at some point in this movie, like about halfway through, almost unexpectedly, it becomes a ragtag team thing. He starts, oh, we'll get there. Well, I, I just mean, like, I mean, you know, I'm saying that this girl could have been part of his weird yes, it, posse it, later. It should because have been it was a, like, a recruitment, but yeah. it's not. Yeah. Just because, I mean, he's got, you know, he's got former gang people, the former rapists, the kids yes. and all this, like, you know. Right. Yeah. So. He goes He goes back out, walk the streets. He finds some other hobos and just sits down with them. The lady who almost got raped drives by with her boyfriend slash business partner slash whatever the hell he is driving. And she's like, that's him. That's the guy who saved me. Let's pick him up. And he's like, I'm not getting some, I'm not putting some weirdo in my car. And then the film goes, and there's a wipe. <laughs> and then he's sitting in the car with them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she has won the argument. So they go to her place of business, which is the reading center. And it's exactly what you think it is. It's an inner city mini library for people to come and read books. Yeah. And more be taught to read. Yes. To read. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Teach teach the youths how to read. Not uh, necessarily youths. <laughs> Again, not necessarily youths. I think that was yeah. her design. Well, but, sure. Yes. But he has different ideas. Well, I mean, I'm just saying in, in a scenario like this, I don't think it's exclusive to like, you know, children are the only ones that need help reading. It, no. What I'm saying. Right. So they get there and the dude's like, I, this sucks. I don't, I don't, this, this is all dumb. You and your hippie granola bullshit. Um, and buddy's like, your husband is an asshole. <laughs> and she's like, not my husband. He's like, whatever he does. He doesn't like you. He yeah. does. You're just staying with him for money. And why do you do this? And she's like, shut up. I think this is when he starts is like, close your eyes and yes. picture like what you want. Picture whatever happen. you want. Yeah. And the thing that she pictures is her taking some money from that guy and throwing it at him <laughs> just yeah. kind of throwing it up in the air like haha i don't need this money kind of in his face but yeah yeah and she and then she kind of opens her eyes and is like oh my god you're amazing how did you do that and he's like i'm buddy you know <laughs> and so <laughs> and so while this is happening one of the rapists is outside he has followed them for some reason he was hiding down an alley in his cool car and yes, every, that's the other thing. Everyone has yeah. cars that are not era appropriate. They're all from a car club of yeah. some kind. It's it's just weird. It's like no it's one like has a modern all, car. All of these like you know supposed like you know rapist gangster gang members and stuff are just like you know driving fucking grease lightning and shit. I mean it's like yes, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's yes. like it's, it's yeah, so weird. They've all got like sixties hot rods yeah. except for Mister One, uh, yes, who has an eighties hot rod. <laughs> so he's been waiting down an alley he sees them drive by and then he's like all right it's time to continue the raping so he just follows them goes to the reading and he's outside with a gun he's just like time to shoot them like i don't know just because murder time uh buddy gets a sense of this Mm -hmm. they sneak out the back and run around and then buddy ends up picking this dude up one arm and one leg Mm-hmm. And carries him into the place. Yeah, like a sack of potatoes. <laughs> yes. Throws him into a chair. And then manages to recruit him 
by asking because this guy's like, ah, oh, what do you give a shit? I'm just another stupid Mexican. And he's like, who who said that to you? Who called you that? He's like, ah, oh, everybody calls me that. He's like, no, really. Yeah, who called who, you stupid first? Who called you uh, stupid? Yeah, eventually. My mom. <laughs> yeah. It broke some milk. My mom called me stupid and said this, I'd never be stupid. This goes on yeah. forever of oh, yeah. him like, say it. Tell me who called you stupid. Go back to that moment and tell me about it. And so he's crying. And like the, the boyfriend who was outside comes in with a cop. And the cop is like, I heard there was a gun. What's going on in here? And Buddy's like, nothing. Just teaching this kid how to read. And then the lady volunteers, yeah, he didn't try to rape me or anything. And the cop's like, well, there's nothing here. I got to go. I got to go somewhere else. And the guy's like, what? He's like, sorry, no complaint. Got to leave. I'm a cop. So now they have recruited this guy. He's mm-hmm. he's a friend of theirs. Yeah, and, and the rest of the, his people, because yeah. they, they, they converted this guy, and apparently that, that converted everybody else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, the, re- the rest of that gang has been converted, and Buddy yeah. goes back to the hobo, and he's just like, hey, sunrise, good times. Yeah, th- and- well, this is, I mean, this is, I was saying, this is where we also meet the kid who wants to be an astronaut, the one homeless kid. Yes. We also, we also meet the little girl who was called an ugly duckling by her aunt or whatever. I'm just saying, because like, these are all the, but like... The little girls later, the, the, the boy is okay, introduced here fine. because Mr. One catches up to the other sure. pimp, kills him in a bathroom, and then the kid walks in and sees it and is just like, well, time to take this dead man's money. <laughs> right. But I, I was just pointing out because it's like, it, it's kind of secretly at this point because he goes back to the hobo guy and is like, you know metal and stuff, right? <laughs> I, he just wanders yeah. by him. Yeah. And he's got, he's got like a... Like a radiator fan or something. something it's, it's, a, yeah. it's a radiator fan. Yeah. On his hobo cart. Yeah. And he's like, nice metal. And he's like, yeah, I used to be a mechanic before I got hoboed. And, you know, he's... <laughs> oh, I'm on the range. I know metal. <laughs> yeah. We're the Buffalo home. He's like, I was wondering, help? like, is that just like... you know, like Public there, domain. You can well, see. is it public? Like, I, I, I want to know certain things, like... Because this movie brings to light certain things that, like, we... Like first off, <laughs> no, I just mean like we realize, a light on. we realize that like generally speaking, if you don't know what else, your drunk song is going to be "Home on the Range," sure, and your stuck in jail song is going to be "Nobody Knows." Yes, right. The, you know the trouble I've seen or whatever the actual name of the song is. But yeah, I'm just, <laughs> yeah, but I'm just saying like because there's a point where he's sitting in jail and we just both were like, I mean, like nobody. That's knows. that's what happens. And when I was you're like sitting alone in jail. And I was like. <laughs> Where do these things get established? Like, when does this happen? I mean, Mel Brooks, I know Mel Brooks makes jokes, but, you know, like, is that... 1940 is yeah. where they get established. Yeah. They, they're tropes in movies, and then sure. cartoons do it, and I then guess. it's just in your brain, yeah. and you can't get it out. I guess. Anyway. So, yeah, he asks the hobo guy, you know, I've got a project, can you help me? And he's like, yeah, whatever. So... Yeah, and then so, suddenly he's got the, you know, it's like an 80s after school montage because he's got the rape gang and the hobo and they're like, they're going shopping <laughs> in the, the junkyard. Yeah. <laughs> rape gang and the hobo. <laughs> it's not a great one. <laughs> no. Yeah. Only aired once. Um, <laughs> Parents were horrified. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so but they, I mean, yeah, they're just, they, they basically have a montage, a shopping montage in the, a very brief montage because, I mean, it was over before I realized that like they were actually putting a gang together and they've got a clockwork orange style sports car put together you know they have this reveal they open these shutter doors and it is like a glowing hanger Mm -hmm. and he has he has somehow got his home planet jumpsuit back Mm -hmm. and is wearing it popped collar he made it i assume he's got a logo on it some weird 
Scientology bullshit logo. <laughs> it's, it's a BIM. It's, it's a, a BIM little bit from, BIM and a yeah. little bit. Uh, what did you say? The Deathly Hallows or whatever? Yeah. Or uh, yeah, because that was on the Reading Center. I think the Deathly Hallows was. Is that what it was? <laughs> Two thirds of the Deathly Hallows, the triangle and the circle. Yeah. Right, but it's similar to his symbol too. Like he's got a little circle. It might be that Infinity thing that was uh, flashing maybe. on him sure. on his home. Maybe whatever. But anyway, so he's standing there, all cool, in this reveal shot of this ridiculous sports car that he's built. That is the Auto Kit Invader GT. Yeah. Okay, I, I, I mean, I, I, I am CDB. I think the thing is, is like in my mind, this is not the vehicle they would be building to go fight crime. This is just a. I'm on Earth and I want to have some fucking fun vehicle. Like this is not a crime fighting vehicle. This, like, no, not at all. I and mean, it never gets used for crime fighting because but, it was somebody's car they borrowed. That's what I mean. It's like you 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 think because of this montage and what is happening that they're building the fucking eighteen van and it's like let's go or kill a Mr. Mad Max Mr. One. sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. Or, or a spaceship or you know he's got like I you know I'm gonna have to go home at some point. Let's build a spaceship. But yeah, he builds this sports car which is just. For fun, mm-hmm. like there is a there is a good ten minute portion of this movie where you realize that Buddy has just resigned himself to the fact that he is going to hang out at this learning center, teach people how to read, and uh, be the boyfriend of this lady and teach these kids calculus. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not until a rock is thrown through the learning center window and she's like, "Oh, the yeah. gangs want their protection money," and he's like, "What? This will not stand." Because so he is already the, right before that is when the girl was in yeah. there. I'm just saying it, it's not an important scene other than it's fucking ridiculous. There's a I mean, I'll be honest. Oh, I think this is a very important. Scene I mean, it's because it, of the weird tonal whiplash. This movie it is. Yes. yes, it is. A, it is. a. But I mean, she's a, like an unusual looking child. You know, not ugly. unfortunate. Yeah. But I mean, I'm she'll just grow she, into her. Yeah, beauty. I'm just saying she's like, a, you know, <laughs> she's an unlo- unusual looking child. And she was teased by her aunt or whatever. And Buddy is like, why? Why are you sad? And he's like, I was called a ugly duckling. And he's like, OK, picture in your eyes. Similar similar thing to the, yeah. you know, how he reached. Uh, what's her face? I don't even know her, her name. What is her name? The main lady, uh, uh, school marm lady. Her school her marm character's okay. name is Laura. Laura, is yeah, that that's ever right. said it was Laura. Yeah, okay. yeah, it was said. It was right. just anyway. Because oh. remember, he says that's a very beautiful sound. Yes, when she oh. says her name My at the beginning. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but uh, yeah, see, he has her close her eyes and picture what she would like to happen. Except he's kind of guiding this one more. He's like, he take yes. your aunt's nose and stretch it out into like Pinocchio style, and now pluck it like a guitar string. Yeah, which she does, but then it also adds like. You know, like the farm, the, like the the cow says moo noises. Like I mean, it's just oh, it's just every sound yeah. effect on the record. Yeah, it's the yeah. morning zoo sound effect. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I mean, it's like all farm animals. It's like it's like everyone just hit every single one of the, the yeah. like you know speaking spell or whatever. Yeah, they dub in a little or... bit of the Hendrix doing the national anthem thing. On, well, well he does say uh, play the national anthem. Yeah, on her nose, yeah. yeah, and it's uh, legally distinct from Hendrix doing the national okay. anthem. Okay, fair enough. So anyway, that cures the child. The child is no longer sad. Yeah. Right, but we. we the entire tale of the ugly duckling was that it turns into a beautiful swan later. Right. And he's like, he obviously didn't read that book among the 47,000 other books he read. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we didn't mention he has a he has his Johnny Five learning moment yes. where he, he's reading all the encyclopedias while... Him um, and Ernesto. Yeah, is it... Yeah, no, I mean, Ernesto is well, not... Well, Iglesias... Or Iglesias. Enrique. <laughs> Enrique. Yeah. Yes. Enrique is yes. the one who dies. Sorry, this... is, Enrique Iglesias is the last name of the person who we were making the jokes about. But, uh... Yeah. But uh, <laughs> Enrique is the guy that gets killed. I don't remember what this other guy's name is. But he's reading Alice in Wonderland while yeah. uh, Alien Warrior is reading like, everything Every... under the sun. Yes. Yeah. So anyway, this is like a 10-minute... He's like teaching kids how to read. He builds himself a sports car. He drives around. This is when he meets the kid. The kid's like, 
I'll cut you if you try to make me touch your beard. And he's like, of course. <laughs> Fair enough. So he's like, he's like immediately like, so what do you want to be, kid? And kid's like an astronaut. And he's like, cool. And he's like, I can't be an astronaut. I'm homeless. And he's like, come with me. And they drive to Edwards Air Force Base. And watch the shuttle land. Yes. Mm-hmm. And the kid is like, this is the best day of my life. And now the kid works for Buddy, too. Mm-hmm. So it's it's just this weird, like, I'm making friends with everybody. I'm building an army. But for no real reason <laughs> that you know, well, until the rock comes through the window, and he's well, like, no, "Before that, the oh um, my god, that's the rock's music." <laughs> yeah. Before the before the rock, uh, when we before we smell what the rock is cooking, uh-huh. um, the the gang members have a montage where they go and re graffiti the city. Um, that's part of their montage of the car too. Like when they're like, it it no, it's after this because he's got he's got to recruit the rest of the gang members first. He's only got the five right now. I thought it was just him. No, no, he has to get, okay, it's I'm right bad. after All this. Right, I'm a bad. He um. He, they explain this protection money thing, and he's like, "Where?" And so he goes to he he takes the envelope that the money is supposed to be in. He puts an address on it. He's like, "Come meet me." Yeah, do you want twice as much money? Meet yeah. me here. So they all roll up like from all different sides in formation. Yeah, and and, and, and you're right because this is the first time I realized he's actually formed a gang because he's brought all of the kids, yes. basically kids compared to him, right, along with him to stand at the end of this road and say, "Come at his racket gang," right, yeah. and they all do, and. He's just, he's just, he's like, so where's the money? And he's like, I lied. And the guy's like, I'm fucking end you. And then it gets real slow motion and weird. Mm-hmm. Now there's a stop sign right in front of Buddy. It gets slow-mo. He rears back and just smashes the shit out of the post that the stop sign is on. And while still in slow motion says, no more. Mm-hmm. And they're all like, cool. Yeah. Anyway, hey, cool car. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much, they, I mean, they're just like, hey, anyone who can punch through a stop sign is cool with us. Yeah, they're like, yeah. wow, all right, well, I guess we're they not getting our money. Strength. <laughs> yes. So it's after this that there's the montage of them cleaning up graffiti. They changed their entire altitude. <laughs> so at first, you just see them painting over the graffiti, and you're like, oh, that's nice. They're doing something good for the community, and then they're putting graffiti over top of it. And you're like, wait, what are you doing? <laughs> but their graffiti is just dumb fortune cookie bullshit. But it just says things it's, like it's basically all like Boy Scout handbook. Because yes. I just for the rest of the movie, I was like, you know, everything you know, right. your mom or Boy Scouts ever told you or whatever is what they're painting. Like, do not. One of them is like, do not murder. The first thing you see is do not murder, yeah. which I think is the funniest graffiti I've ever seen in my entire life. Just if I drove by somewhere that said do not murder, I would make a point to drive by there every day. It'd be the best graffiti. I don't know if I'd want to be there or like. Like part of me would be like, "That's great! Like that, that's what people are writing on the walls here." And then the other part of me would be like, "Oh, there must be a lot of murder." Here. Yeah, <laughs> like maybe it's on the wall because there's a real problem with it here. So maybe I don't want to be here. Please stop murdering. Yeah. <laughs> Too much murder. Right. Turn around. So yeah. the other, it's like, one, it's like the speed bumps in the parking lot only come because people are speeding. Exactly. You know, so it's not so it's dangerous. Yeah, there, right. Yeah. Uh, the other one that's kind of their catchphrase says, "Be temperate." Mm-hmm. And at one, I like be temperate. It's a good at one corner. Mr. One rolls up on this, and he sees it. It's like, be temperate. Shit. <laughs> so that pisses him off. Yeah, what am I, San Diego? <laughs> so they, they see the one guy and just kind of chase after him. And they both get into a fight with him. There's a lot of karate kicking. And at one point, the kid does like a flying kick at one of the guys. And it turns into the Evil Dead for something for a second because he's like on a rig of some kind mm-hmm. and his leg is just moving through the frame from left to right and this is when uh mr one sees his chance because it's all very slow and obviously he could do something during this moment where he is flying through the air 20 feet 
from where he was to kick this other man in the face, and he just shoots him in the leg. Yeah. Like, just obliterates his leg. Well, like, real close, to the, real close to this crotch. I mean, depending on how well endowed he was, it might have done some damage. Just the yeah. tip. I thought, yeah. it was a, I thought it was in the knee. Oh, no, it's like, it was like super crotchal area because, yeah, okay. it was super crotchal area. <laughs> I just My mean it was like, I, I was like, game. at first I almost screamed out like he got shot in the dick because that <laughs> it was that close. And then I was like, well, the good news is that he never has this wound again. No. <laughs> it is magically healed. He, he does. I mean, it, it persists through this scene because he has to limp out of the scene with it. But yeah, yes, after out. that, but after that. Yeah. So the kid has shown up. The buddy has shown up and the the bad cops that uh mr one has gotten on his side because there was a scene too on a boat where he just had a bunch of women with their titties out and he's just standing up there with the camera while the dudes he's blackmailing are groping these ladies and he's like it's like look up guy you can totally see like hey what the fuck are you doing maybe it was like a one-way mirror thing on his boat like the, he was on no he was out no there was a but there was like a windscreen he was up in like the captain's deck or whatever it's called and you know it's there are no one-way windscreens <laughs> maybe he, i mean you know maybe he had a mr one-way <laughs> mr one-way <laughs> okay i don't know whatever anyway the bad cops roll up and arrest buddy mm-hmm. or or they try to uh because the next scene is buddy dragging these two cops into the police station he's like i want them arrested and then he sees the police captain, who has also been blackmailed for touching titties. And the police captain is like, nah, arrest him. And they're like, ha, tables have turned. And they throw him in jail. So now Buddy's in jail. Yeah. Buddy's in jail for a good 20 minutes of this movie until suddenly he's not anymore. Right. Yeah, never explained. Like, I mean, I think his uh, his rape gang friends are like, we should get him out of there or go. I think I think it's more like we're going to go continue on what he was doing. Yeah, they're like, we can't get him out. Yeah. There's nothing we could do. I heard... La Cigaretto is here. Yeah. Let's Cigarillo. The Cigarillo, yeah. yeah. Let's go get him. So this is this is the whole thing in, in Mr. One's Grotto, mm-hmm. where he's just, oh my God, so it, many it, ladies. It is, a, it is a long involved thing, because like he's got a bunch of ladies, and drugs, and money, and Uzis, mm-hmm. and a, some kind of weird system that is never explained with a carnation and the door of the grotto, like a it's necktie just, sock thing. It's all about the instant breakfast. It's, yeah. just, it's just, hey, don't come in here. The carnation's on the floor, sure. <laughs> but that guy doesn't yeah. pay attention. Rose carnation it is a flower. It, I mean, it is a, fl- a pretty flower, a, a, you know, a corsage yeah. style flower, if you will. Mm-hmm. This it's all leads to <laughs> they managed to kill that dude. But uh, this starts a gang war between that dude's dudes and Mr. One's dudes and also the <laughs> buddy's dudes. Uh, Enrique goes to get the car, which is a <laughs> fatal mistake. Because he pulls back into the parking lot and gets fucking murked. And that car explodes. <laughs> oh, yeah, it does. And so the guy, we don't know his name, is all like, Enrique. Yeah, which is the only reason we know any other names. Because, I mean, that's the thing. Is yes, like, because he I says mean, it. other than people saying buddy fairly often, nobody's name is really said. I mean, and we really Mr. Only... One is on his license plate. That's yeah, how we that, know. Exactly. That's the only reason we have a name for him. Is yeah. Because he clearly has it on his license plate. Yes. Yeah. This leads to a, a car chase because Mr. One comes out. <laughs> in his speedo, dripping wet, gets in his car to chase after chase after the the two guys who are still alive. the The guy driving the car gets the top of his head blown off, and the car hits another car and flips over or uh, skids on its side, comes mm-hmm. to an end. Mister One gets out. He's having a shootout with the one guy. Doesn't really succeed in that, and 
<laughs> that guy runs off and escapes. Mr. Big, or shit, Mr. One <laughs> goes back. I thought I'd seen Wayne's World too many times. and <laughs> He goes back somewhere, gets out of his car, still in his underwear, super pissed off, and just fires off his gun in every <laughs> single direction possible, just furious. Yes, he was definitely born to be wild. <laughs> he fired all of his guns into space. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a great, like, ah, blam, blam, blam. So uh, suddenly Buddy's out of jail. They let him out of jail for Enrique's funeral. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's just like Enrique is having a funeral. At first, we were like, we didn't realize it was him. We were like, oh, shit, are we about to have like a pimp moot? It, you know? looked, it looked like a pimp moot because yeah. everyone in this car drives yeah. or everyone in this movie drives pimp cars. But yeah. it's not. It's it's Enrique's funeral. And nope. Buddy is suddenly out of jail and never explained how or why and why we wasted any time with blackmailed cops or all that other than titties. I, they can hold, only hold you for 48 hours without charging you. Mm. So. I think uh, they had him on something, though. I mean, he walked in with two cops. In he did handcuffs. beat the tar out of those cops. Yeah, right? I mean, they, they probably. Have. I'm pretty sure that's a that's a thing. I yeah. mean, it, it it probably shouldn't be in a lot of cases, but I'm pretty sure it's a thing. Yeah, <laughs> probably right. Yeah. Um. So it's at this funeral. This is intercut with the hooker that we saw at the very beginning, getting picked up by a dude who gives her a bunch of money, and then pulls out a gun and is like, "Come with me." And Buddy sees. Oh, Buddy's like, "Oh my god." This 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 whore that we have barely interacted with is in danger. I have to go save her. Uh, so he just tears ass out of there. He just and they're yeah. all like, "Let's go, guys!" And they all tear ass after him. Yeah. And this is another random ass. Uh, I don't know, whatever. Just guy. I mean, this is like a weirdo yeah. who's like, no, uh, this just is, a weirdo. This yeah. is a weird. Like, I mean, this is one, like, one of the pimps who's like, yeah, this is like one of the pimps who's like, uh, you're mine now. I right. I own you. Yeah. You know, um, this I is just like, yeah, it's just. I think it needs to be psycho. pointed out that she was being menaced by a snake <laughs> and a drill. Yes. Yes. The drill was being held by a man. The snake was just there. Right. Mm-hmm. But snake wasn't entirely sure what was going on. He was, no. was like, am I part of this? Am I not? I don't know. I'm going to stay in here. Snake was just like, hey, what's up? Yeah. But then uh, the drill but snakes are inherently menacing. I'm sorry, so, but I'm you know. innocent. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you're never around when I need you. Uh, so what happens, this is the second, and the, it happened once before when the the other pimp was talking to the, the girl who escaped from Mr. One. Uh, Mr. One pops up on the outside that dude's car mm-hmm. just from the from the driver's side door just ha <laughs> it's like oh god yep he does it again as uh laura is driving off to figure out where the hell is buddy going right i uh, think she's in the car i think she's in the mercedes that the guy had which is because funny because it's like he oh he yeah. appears in like the same spot that buddy also appeared after she won the argument yes yeah. um but but more from like you know the elevator coming up out of the floor yeah style took three cinematographers to make that happen <laughs> <laughs> yeah so mr one pops up out of the back seat like ah i got you now so that's happening so uh, Buddy is he? He has just rescued uh, the the ennui horror. He doesn't. Um, <laughs> he doesn't just rescue her. Yeah. He explodes through the wall. True. Yes. And is like, ah, I'm here. And this is such a weird. This is not a for a driller serial killer. This is the dumbest comeuppance of the entire film. He just gets knocked ass first into a trash can, and then he takes a bag of manure, and you're like, oh, here we go, and instead just weights it down on top of him like mm-hmm. that'll teach you <laughs> it's some like, real bullshit <laughs> it is it's some real bullshit i mean it was it's a i know it's steer manure yeah. yes i mean it's not really a bull i guess if it's steer but close enough Eh, steer shit <laughs> close enough for our needs yeah so now it is revealed that every car in town has a cb radio inside <laughs> so mr one gets on his 
And he's like, hey, Mr. Goody Good, I got your lady. What are you going to do? So, of course, he Buddy has one in his car, and he's like, don't touch her. <laughs> so he's like, meet me at the smelter. <laughs> it's like, what? So, like, I there's only one buddy was smelter in being there for half a second. He's like, don't, don't touch her. Don't touch her. That's my lady. <laughs> so, Put the lotion on her. So, uh, yeah, um, she she manages to distract him for half a second and then crashes into a pile of cardboard boxes. This doesn't work for long. He just gets out and is like, we're still going to the smelter. <laughs> like, we're still here. Um, punt it, so she hits him with a pipe and is swinging it around like an idiot. And eventually he's just like, lady, Jesus. And, you know, gets her and makes her drop the pipe and then punches her dead in the face and drags her over to the smelter. And it's like, you're going in here, but not yet, because remember what this movie's about, attempted rape. So he's, like, going to do that, and then Buddy rolls up and is like, stop. Yeah. Uh, and at no point is, like, he, he, you know, like, gotten rid of his passenger, who's not really on board for the crime yeah. fighting, really. No, she's just like, wait, yeah. where are we going? Except that she, she disappears from depending on the shot, because, yeah. like, he takes a shot at the car. She's not there because for half a second. I was like, oh, good. He did get rid of her, and then she's nope. back in a shot She's later. very prominently yeah. there. Like, I figured she was just there to get shot. Right. Like, oh, this we isn't, just... This isn't, like, a, a, a car that's large enough for you to hide in. It yeah. is a very tiny sports car. Yes. So. Like, you could not hide in this no. car. There's no door. She was laid back. <laughs> yeah, she did. Yeah. The lady's been uh, almost smelted, but she wakes up. Buddy is there. He's getting shot at. Is that our new keyword? <laughs> smelted? <laughs> Yes. You got blackulid, you got smelted. <laughs> a blackulid is not a euphemism. Yeah, smelted, smelted, yeah, I think. Might, I mean, that seems like, because I don't think smelting was the real t- terror here that she was. No, no, I'm saying that part is, like, he's gotten oh. off of her because Buddy okay. showed up. He's shooting it at Buddy. Sure. Um, so <laughs> she's, she's just kind of standing there. So he gets the drop on, on Mr. One and punches him and he's down and you think that's it. But then, like, his henchman who is kind of around, but never never enough to where you actually remember him being there. He pops up from behind something like, ha I got the drop on you, buddy. And then just fills him full of bullets. Mm-hmm. And he, <laughs> buddy's on the ground. He's like, I'm sorry, Laura, you know, can't be together. And then he kind of phases out of our existence, but he's still there, buddy. And now he's a ghost. <laughs> yep. So he, Mr. Pig gets, or shit. Yeah. He Mr. Was, one gets. He was back. a buddy guy. Now he's a buddy ghost. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Mr. One gets up. Buddy, the ghost walks over to him and they're just kind of swatting at each other. And Mr. One's like, ha ha, screw you. I'm going to smelt your lady. But so <laughs> what's even better about this is like, so he takes a few like ghost paw, you know, cat paws at him when he can't do anything. He does. But then there's a long shot. This is the best. The this long is, shot is like this is the absolute best. One of the best things I've ever seen, because for a low budget movie to put in an animated yes. ghost guy in yes. a long shot. Yes. Is that's it's asking a lot. It. That's yeah. asking a lot. It's and, something that you wouldn't expect, yeah. but it fucking does it. Yeah. And he's just. He's trying to. He's, well, I, mean, I mean, he's he's repicked up Laura and is like taking her back to minister at the smelter again, I guess. And uh-huh. and he's just like, hey, but you know, like, he's you trying know. to grab him. But this is obviously not working because he's a ghost. Yeah, it's just great because I mean the fact that it's like a crane shot. I mean, it's way up there. So he's gonna throw her in the smelter, and Buddy's standing up there as a ghost, like right there with her. Like, sorry, I can't do anything. I'm a ghost. <laughs> And then uh, astronaut kid shows up and yes. throws a rock and then and then the gang members who yeah. are still alive and have healed magically are like, 
guess what? I'm going to empty my gun into you, Mr. One. And they do. Uh, and then Mr. One falls in the smelter. Mm-hmm. And everyone's like, ew. <laughs> That's gross. Anyway. And then <laughs> Buddy ascends. Yeah, he smelted, he dealt it. <laughs> yes. Buddy is in a vortex with a glow, glowing star in the middle of his chest floating in the sky. <laughs> and Laura's like, wait, no. And yeah. he's like, Gotta listen, go. babe. My, I, my people need me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So he leaves. And it's, then it's not, it's not you. It's me. And my ghost planet <laughs> needs me. I don't understand why his arrival on Earth is so violent, but his return to his planet is so gentle and just like. It's because he got murdered. To- <laughs> Maybe the arrival like, is based on the uh, temperament of. The place that you're arriving. Oh, Earth, uh, is, a bit, Earth is a big shithole, so it was a fucking steaming pile of explosion. That so well, it should have still been a steaming pile of explosion <laughs> to get him back. So yeah. we went back to his. Uh... Well, I'm saying it's it's based on your destination. Like if you're flying to Honolulu, oh, they just okay, put the yeah. lay on as you oh, get on the right. You know, if you're flying to Jacksonville, you get off right. and they yeah, hand they you just a gun. Fucking you know, fucking yeah, a PBR yeah. or whatever. They just yeah. put the coffee smell in your nose. <laughs> a Miller Light and a gun. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like you know, he was based on his destination. He's going back to his happy home planet, so he gets to right, right. you know nicely peacefully beam back there. He just it. he gently settles back down right in front of his dad. Yeah. Um, as he was leaving, he's telling everyone who's still there, close your eyes and picture whatever you want, and you'll get it. And they're all just like, even the hookers doing it. They're all just closing their eyes and then opening and be like grinning like idiots. Uh, the kid especially is grinning like a fucking idiot. <laughs> but he just lands back in front of his dad, and his dad's like. So, son. Yeah, you're a real leader now. <laughs> He's like, yep, sure am. And his dad's like, I sense that you are longing for someone. He's like, yeah, hang on. Let me let me do one more <laughs> telepathic communication with my lady. And then he says the thing PJ says in the intro, which is just time and death are lies. We'll be together forever, Cecilia. <laughs> yep. And the movie ends. <laughs> so, this thing's fucking weird. Yeah. Yeah. Um, As we said during the movie, it is the rapiest after-school special you've ever seen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing is this thing, this entire movie plays off like a uh, like some kind of weird interstellar hippie after-school special where you know peace is love and everything and violence is bad, but then it's just like, yeah, but what if there's tits and real close to raping? That's what I don't understand. That is what I'm most fascinated about about. Most this this is what I find most fascinating about this movie is that at its core it's this weird Jesus parable of you know do no harm you know make friends of your enemies you know defeat evil all that kind of stuff you know be nice to kids learn how to read etc et oh so they were trying to take the the Superman back myth back to Jesus instead I guess. of Moses okay um but the thing is is that Not back I mean it was a Moses I, the the thing that the, the audience for that sort of genuine sincerity of teach kids how to read, you know, don't let bullies get you down, do not murder, that kind of thing, mm-hmm. is not going to watch a movie with this much rape in it. Right, yeah. That's... <laughs> They're just not. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they basically uh, John Badham did this thing, you know, like I said, like, it's like one of those, like, why did you make a Looney Tunes movie where, like, every other word is fuck? Yeah. Like, <laughs> like yeah, I don't understand. It's... It, like who this is for yeah. is baffling to me, but it's also exactly for me yeah, because yeah. I was like, "Holy shit!" The, everything about this is so good. We didn't even talk about like the 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 break dancing session that breaks out. <laughs> oh yeah, there oh, was a the whole rap yeah. about reading and yeah. staying in school <laughs> yep. while there was break dancing going on. Was that was that near the 
graffiti, like the positive graffiti montage. I, it, yeah. That was right before it okay. because that scene yep. bleeds out yeah. into them doing graffiti. Yeah, I just I remember it was like that's where we were like, oh wow, what a weird after school special this became. <laughs> yes, and it's directed by Ed Hunt, not Helen Hunt, <laughs> famously of after school special. <laughs> right. Yeah, he was on diving out of a window, jumps out a window. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it is. It is one of the most tonally baffling things I've ever seen. Like I yeah. just. It is the mo- one of the most ridiculous things. I, I don't know who it's for besides us. <laughs> Fair. And they made it yeah. way before we existed. So uh, I would love for this to be on something that yes. is a medium yeah, that doesn't like suck. Laser disc. Well, I mean, <laughs> that's the thing. It's like I didn't bring it up at any point in time in the movie because I don't know if it's the rip copy, whatever. It, this movie doesn't exist. We have a rip of it. You know, I, I'm not even going to lie. It just doesn't exist anywhere that we could get it easily and I, legally. I honestly <laughs> looked at getting a VHS yeah. copy of it, and it was like $35. Right. It's, it's hard to get. So, um, it's not so I mean, the thing is, it's like, I don't know if it's the, the production of the rip that we have, but there are some scenes where it's just like the sound basically disappears. Yeah. Like the scene. Um, God, what scene? There's a scene with the lady and him. Uh God, it's, it's just, it's just it's, like impossible. It's when, the, it's when the cop comes in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That scene. Yeah, the when he, he's having the rehabilitation scene with mm-hmm. the gang member who we don't know his name. Yes, and everything. <laughs> right. You know who called you a stupid Mexican? Yeah. yeah, it's just like you won't be a rapist if you don't believe you're stupid. Right. Yeah, I forgive you. Anyway, yeah, yeah, it, yeah it I was just saying it. the sound like is just like where are you? Like the mic is in another room. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I, like I said, I didn't bring it up because it's like who knows what that is. Right. Uh, I'm, sure, I'm sure that was tape damage. Yeah. Um. I, I do want to say this movie was actually called King of the Streets, and that is the song that plays during the car chase, because all of a sudden there's a there's a sad wailing song that plays while the car chase is happening. So the actual movie was called King of the Streets. Okay. Just for funsies. All right. You you can tell the beginning because the, the opening credits pause and then they superimpose Alien Warrior over there. You're like, oh, that's not the title of this movie at all. Uh, what's a super what? They fucking superimposed. Superimposed. <laughs> fucking. Shit. I was trying to play the part of the old man, and he doesn't know what the fuck a superimposed. <laughs> I do the truck. <laughs> okay, old man. <laughs> I'll be sitting. I do my nuts. <laughs> uh, all right, let's rate Alien. Yeah. Uh, I'll go. Okay, I, mean, I sure, don't go ever go it. often first, so I will. I want to hear it. Uh, you've watched this twice, so I, you know yes. I, I, I want to. I want to get out there on the head of this one. <laughs> um, man, <laughs> I <laughs> I said I would go, but like I mean, I'm I'm teetering between a three and a four. Okay. Jocks, All not right. backs, uh, obviously, because this is. I think I'm gonna have to land on three with a caveat. If it could be four, if it wasn't, we weren't watching something so awful of a transfer because like, I just the technical aspects of some of this infuriating me from time to time that mm-hmm. it can't go higher. Uh, I want I, to, I knew that I want be... to, but like, like, cause I, I mean, I fucking, man, I don't, I don't know why I love dumb space, like, like space through the lens of like, you know, fucking Scientology or whatever this is. I mean, like, I don't know why that is uh, uh, so amusing to me that like, space is some kind of some kind of like weird like temple you know like and i don't mean like jewish temple i just mean like this weird like thing where it's like everything is religious and you know strange iconography and stuff and it's like why do we think that that is like how interstellar 
I'm sorry, maybe it's just because of what we're, we've been shoveled here on Earth. But mm-hmm. how does an interstellar, how does a, a, a place that goes interplanetary travel have its entire belief system based on fucking feelings and religion and iconography? It's like you know, generally you would have to put that away in order to advance society enough to. Yeah. Anyway, I think so. I just think it's it's sort they of advanced, like they they came back around. Sure, maybe sure. that's what it is. Anyway, so I I just think there's like a certain like level of like this primitive like you know almost like Incan style like you know like ideology of like you know like transported into space is is hilarious because like I said it's it's in Star Crash it's in all these things where it's like you know these space hippies rule everything. Um, I don't know why that's that's my. I love that aesthetic. Um, yeah. That being said, yeah, I think I got to land on three until with a caveat of it could go higher should this arrive on a DVD or Blu-ray one day. Unlikely, but... You said a three? I think a three. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. I'd give it a three as well. Like, it, it's... It's exactly our kind of crap. You know? It's not good enough. Obviously, since I only gave it three. But it just doesn't have enough panache to get it to a... <laughs> to get it to a five. <clears throat> but it's doing some stuff. And... I don't know. There's just like this weird earnestness to it that that I I find charming and also very bad. But yeah, if if someone out there has a good copy of this that they can get to us, we would we would appreciate it. Because um, I'd I'd like to you know I'd like to see it again for the first time for the first time <laughs> in a in a decent <laughs> format. Like I know it's not on like Laserdisc or whatever. But if somebody has like a really clean VHS, it'd be it, it'd be nice to see it. If you are Ed Hunt, the director of this film, yeah, and you just have a copy of it in your garage, sitting around in pristine condition, we can get you in touch with some people who would be happy to pay for that print to put it on a Blu-ray. Yeah, I would also love to see it in a theater. Yes, absolutely. First, I'm, screen the print for us. <laughs> I know it. I know a theater that would do it. Yep. So we will have a good time. Yeah, us, Ed Hunt. About four other people. Uh-huh. It'd be fantastic. Bring Buddy in. You can ask Buddy questions. Yeah, bring Buddy. <laughs> bring Robert Zabuddy. I, I I just love that. I was looking at that guy's filmography, and I love that. Like the whole time I'm watching this movie, I'm like, I recognize this guy. Yeah, he's there's in, like, a three reason. Sedaris movies. Yeah, he's huh? Shane from mm-hmm. the Sedaris movies. Yeah, yeah. Well, a- but you know, like the crazy thing is, it's not where I recognize him from. It's this look and this stupid hair. It's one of Khan's people. That's, Star Trek 2, yeah. Guys. Oh, that's yeah. why. He's in the yeah. background yeah. the whole time. Yes, that's why. I mean, yep. like, like, I know, you know, looking at it, I'm like, yeah, okay, I can totally see these, like, guy from the Sarah's movies. Yep. But this look, I was like, why do I know this guy? Yeah. And I was like, Khan's crew, man, there he is. Yep. yep. Very also, in the in the continuing adventures of completely wrong IMDb credits, uh-huh. uh, Frank Ducks is supposedly in this movie as Ninja or something. I think he's, I think he's the karate guy. Do you think he's the karate guy? I think so. It says Ninja Warrior. Well, I don't know about that, but I the guy that he's watching kick everybody's ass. I think he was the karate instructor. That would be my guess. The weirder things happen, man. I I learned something today that I never knew after from a movie that I've seen a billion times that I I just like sometimes like people look different from based on their age or whatever. You just like have seen them a million times or in the background. You're like, sorry, apparently you guys are having sound problems. I'm not. Um. But yeah, I didn't know Rita Moreno was in Singing in the Rain in a very small part. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was wow. just like, I was just like, yeah, I was watching a little behind the scenes thing, and I was like, holy shit, that's Rita Moreno! <laughs> like I've seen this movie a billion times, I never knew that. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, but I, I buy it that that was Frank Ducks. 
I mean, Frank Ducks's whole backstory Frank is Ducks, built it, on it, lies it, anyway. So. Exactly. That's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. Frank Ducks just put himself in Alien Warrior. I mean, there is this because we the can't credits, read the credits. The, yeah, because the credits Anything. are so hard to read. This is one of the IMDb entries that is not listed as complete because no one knows. Right. Like there are people who have clearly added themselves to the listings that says things things like scenes deleted and stuff like that it's like yeah. i used to do that before the imdb really cracked down on shit i added myself as an extra to like jaws 2 and shit like that so <laughs> chuck you're a liar baby yeah. on beach what would you have uh, been like one yeah i was a baby on the beach okay <laughs> so it was fun and then they started verifying mm. so fuck off um oh don't get angry i'm oh, sorry i'm it's fine. I don't really care. I, I better accountability, please, for IMDb entries. Yes, especially the <laughs> trivia section. I'm all about it. So, um, so I, I think my rating is obvious here. Um, but the thing I want to say most about this movie is that the thing that I love about it most is that it is a very, like BJ was saying, heartfelt, sincere story made for dirtbags. <laughs> Made for and possibly by dirtbags. I don't know. Made for people who get off on attempted rape scenes. It is the weirdest thing. The absolute weirdest thing. The like from the time from the time he picks up that the the gang guy in the in the parking lot of the building and drags him inside and throws him in the chair and then is like, Tell me who called you stupid. From like that point on, I'm like, what? You're not going to murder all the rapists? You're going to make them your friends? What? <laughs> From there, I was just like, this is the most fascinating thing. This is the absolute most fascinating thing. For me, I, I wish it was for you guys. Maybe if you watch it again in a, in a better format, it will be. It's a five jocks movie because, man, I, I said this when I wrote it up on Letterboxd. We've seen a lot of low-budget filmmaking where you're like, wow, every choice the director made here was the absolute wrong one. Every choice the director made here was right. It's weird, but it's right. Like, if you're going to have him build a supercar, of course you reveal it in this glowing warehouse where he's standing there like a fucking, fucking boss in his alien jumpsuit, like, haha, check out my sweet ride. It's like, oh, that's all you were doing is building a cool car? Yeah, that, I mean, that's a super mega force shot. I mean, just in terms of like, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Wow, you have you. That's what you're doing is like, <laughs> with all your money, you built a weird toy car like you know like you just built you yourself just, you, a, yeah, it's a all ride like the uh, yeah. wrong decisions but the right right execution of yeah it. right it's like, like there's like, no way he should be driving a supercar but if you're gonna make him driving a, <laughs> right. drive a supercar just like the megaforce people probably is. shouldn't be on motorcycles like no. that's not probably the most advantageous no, for flying motorcycles but they yes, absolutely should, should but they also <laughs> absolutely should be that's, yeah yeah so yeah good point you're making a good yeah. making a good argument so for i just i just think that i know some of movie making is luck I know some of it is talent and skill, and I know just some of it is just what, however the audience interprets what you've done. But I think all of those things come together in this dumbass movie. This movie that you can't show to your parents or your kids. Right. <laughs> but like, you can enjoy it. Yeah, I, it's just... If you are someone who is not a grandparent or a child, you can enjoy this film. And it, it doesn't make sense, but it also makes perfect sense. Yeah. Like, I mean, clearly some grandparents can watch this because some grandparents made this. So, I mean, sure. but yeah, I mean, otherwise, like, yeah, yeah. I'm just thinking if about, you have a dirtbag grandpa, then he might I, like it. I'm thinking about like, would my mom watch this? Absolutely not. Would I let my kids watch this? No. <laughs> but me, I'm putting this poster on my wall. Mm. <laughs> this movie rules. So, 
Now it I want to watch to more me, Ed Hunt movies. I, I, it speaks to me, and I'm ashamed of it. Yes, exactly. <laughs> this is my jam, and it sucks. <laughs> so, I have plenty of movies like that. Or, sure. Well, plenty of movies and plenty of songs like that in my yeah. My jam well, section. Yeah, I mean, what, did we each pull out a different Enrique Iglesias song when we found out that that's the guy that <laughs> died? Did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. I got Bailamos. Yeah, I was like, was, I can be your hero, That was baby. the whitest that anyone has ever said Bailamos, oh, yes, by the way. Oh, that was Mine was Bailamos. Mine was Bailamos. <laughs> I think we should dance. <laughs> Bailamos. Yes. That was better. At least I said, I can be your hero, baby. Yeah. I tried to put a little sauce on it. A little bit. Yeah. No, I just went straight but not, fucking but not, Wisconsin. Uh, but not, you know, uh, you know, offensive amount of right, sauce. Right. Just the right amount of sauce. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the ah. weird thing is, come Christmas time, we're watching another Ed Hunt movie. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. That'll be great. Hopefully there's less uh, keywords in it. Yes, there are. Good. I can, I can vouch for that. So. Cool. Yeah. Man, well, that was fun. Uh, it if, was a movie. If you happen to have a uh, an excellent copy of this movie or your Ed Hunt, email us uh, at e- email <laughs> email us at uh, bmf at bmfcast.com or give us a call on the Garfield phone nine one zero five jocks bmf or nine one zero five five six nine two six three. If you have money or your Ed Hunt, uh, you can also contribute to our Patreon at patreon.com slash bmfcast. Uh, we just need a little bit of money every month to get through. Uh, all the bills and all of the uh, allegations and such. What? I I haven't told you about the allegations. I don't want to know. Uh, yeah, they're not they're not any keyword stuff. It's oh, just okay. Uh, mostly embezzlement. Oh yeah. Oh well, and then don't give us money. It's, he's just going to embezzle it. This is you're not selling this very well. <laughs> anyway, please send us money because BJ stole all of us. Right. We'll change our password. I, <laughs> I know what you, I know what all the passwords are. Um, oh. Yeah, holy shit! <laughs> every, I know every password. What do we do? Every password. He's, he's Mister One Password over here. Yeah. Every uh, every. Are password you the one is... who texts me when I forget? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's me. I'm Gary from Twitter. <laughs> Man, you must get a lot of emails. <laughs> I do. It's 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 a lot all going right. on. Anyway. Can um, I not do the captcha thing when you send me your, my password? I, no, I no, 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 no. You, you still have uh, to. I'm really unclear as to what is or isn't a traffic light. And that's why I have to embezzle all the money because of all the traffic tickets I have. I see. I, I got chimneys the other day. I was, I was confused. I'd never had chimneys before. It's... Yeah, I'm also moonlighting as Santa Claus, and I need ah, some yeah, you know what a chimney refresher. Is. Gotcha. Yeah. Can you tell me when we do the traffic light gotcha, if we, if, or captcha, if we have to do the uh, the bottom part, the little tiny bottom That's section? That's the gotcha part. Oh, I yeah. see. Okay. You yeah. mean like the pole? Yeah. Oh. Like, any part of it. Any If any part is a traffic light. Because it's not, it's not actually, there's no light in no, that No, no, traffic quadrant. light is the, is the box. The, it's everything the whole else. Okay, so I got to click every box. Yeah. Oh, so okay. you're, you're the one trying That's to get the discovery keep... here, and I'm trying to tell you that is not the traffic light. <laughs> That's why you keep failing. <laughs> The traffic light is the box. The wires are the pole. That's that's all yeah. accoutrement. Traffic light is the box. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, really, I'm doing all this so I can just buy more LED lighting. Okay. So, oh, okay. Yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> patreon.com slash bmfcast. Give us a couple bucks a month, and we'll give you a whole bunch of uh, a bunch of cool-ass content. Mm-hmm. That's all I got. Cool. Well, let's get out of here, shall we? Okay. I'm Harlow. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And this is BMFcast out. We'll see you next week. Or will we? We won't. We won't, because we won't be here next week. (laughs) It's Thanksgiving. (laughs) Fuck you.